Hi, welcome to the Not Your Average Life Coach podcast. My name is Kay Wilson and I'm a self-empowerment coach and intuitive energy healer. And I am obsessed with helping you step into the most powerful version of yourself. If you are ready to overcome your self-doubt, transform your relationship with love, money and self-worth and start creating the future you that you have always dreamed of becoming, you're in the right place. My desire with this podcast is to help you transform the relationship you have with yourself by sharing with you tools and perspectives that will help you actualize the life you have dreamed of creating. Treat this podcast as your own personal treasure trove of rich ideas, practices and teachings that will transform your day-to-day experience. Hi, so beautiful beings all around the world. So happy to connect with you today I am I'm actually on my own today (laughs) and I think this is actually the first podcast I've actually done on my own and the reason is because I wasn't planning this and it's actually just kind of come to me this morning to share what I want to share with you today and and that is actually about what it is to really connect with I guess the the softest part of you, the most vulnerable part of you, the also most creative and the most powerful part of you. And and what I mean by that is, is connecting with that intuition, that instinct, that inner being part of you. And if only some of this is understandable, bear with me because I, I kind of want to deep dive into some of this today. And I know this is quite a different direction to a lot of the podcasts I normally do. And, and that's simply because I think the, the podcasts I've shared up till now have focused largely on, you know, real coaching, practical aspects of, of our day-to-day existence. And don't worry, there'll be practical aspects of this too. But, um, you know, I I began all of this not because I wanted to be a coach, but actually because I was fascinated with spirituality and um, energy healing. And, and that's, you know, that's actually why I left corporate initially was to become an energy healer. And... <laughs> I totally understand if you have no idea what I mean by that. And I want to explain that a bit today as well. But I I really want to kind of share some of the experiences and beliefs, I guess, um, that I have come into awareness of. And most importantly, the reason I wanted to do this was because we're actually going through this really powerful transition as a collective and it's having a really big impact naturally on how we are feeling within ourselves and I know that for me personally I have been going through really big transitions within myself with how I see myself how I relate to myself and I know that this is affecting every single one of us in different ways. And I think that I think I know I feel rather that it's really important to talk about this stuff because it it's part of our reality. And and sometimes as much as I enjoy the coaching and I and I find it so powerful and um, 
because you know I'm, I'm coaching youth or, or whoever cares to be coached I suppose but at the same time I'm learning so when I you know I, I'm always learning as, as I go along too it's not it's by no means a one-way street it's always a co-creation you know I'm always attracting people that reflect back at me aspects of who I am so it's always really powerful for me to coach or heal or whatever it is however I'm showing up it's benefiting and healing me as much as it's benefiting and healing the person or people that I'm talking to. So, um, so yeah, this, this podcast is, is talking to, I think a more, definitely a more spiritual level, but also to me, like the essence of, of what I feel is true for me personally and and what I want to share with you guys in case you know you're going through similar experiences and and it might benefit you on your own journey and so without further ado (laughs) um I really I want to start with the energy healing part because I feel like that is such a big sweeping term that so many people don't really understand um, even people who call themselves energy healers don't understand. I know I was one of them for a while. And um, and I actually, I think it's, um, I think we use terms like that. And we use terms like shaman and mystic and all these terms, because I think we're trying to categorize something that is not really categorizable. <laughs> and the reason we try to categorize it is because we're trying to speak to um, a societal perspective that really struggles with accepting that we as individuals and as a collective have so much more to us than meets the eye. And I think we are so conditioned to focus on these kind of, for want of a better word, like superficial layers that it actually it's really challenging for us as individuals and as a group to kind of dig a little deeper and and accept that there's actually a whole heap more to us than meets the eye. And and I think that we're actually becoming more and more courageous in doing that. And and I think it's showing on an individual level as well as a a group, you know, a community level. And as when I say community, I mean a global community level, like spirituality, it's still not cool for sure, but it's not as demonized as it used to be. It's actually been on this like gradual um, kind of trajectory where it's kind of slowly expanded itself out of this kind of place where it was really, you know, new agey and super ridiculed and all oh, those hippies. And, and I mean, there's still a fair bit of that for sure. Um, but I do actually think it's becoming, I think yoga has done it so many favors I think you know even 10 years ago yoga was you know something that not many people did and now it's so universally accepted and appreciated and valued and I think yoga actually was a really big doorway to spirituality for heaps of people I know it was for me um I guess if I'm honest no actually I can't say it was the original doorway I think I was fortunate in that my parents my mum was extremely anti-religious, but quite spiritual in her own way. And, and, and in that, she used to go and see psychics and would take me for the ride. And so I always had this kind of aspect, I guess, of spirituality to my life. Um, and, you know, mum really encouraged 
all of that side of things, always had a fascination for it, which I think inspired one in me. But, you know, along with many other people, I kind of diminished it as I grew older in my own mind. And, and yeah, and I kind of grew apart and away from that and kind of put mum into the hippie realm. And I was like, that's not cool, mum. I don't, I don't want to go and talk about crystals and hang out with woo-woo people. I don't want to wear floaty dresses and, you know, do all the things that I do now, essentially. Um, and and yeah, I think that that now I have gone on this own journey where I was super corporate and straight and, you know, wanting to be cool. And, um, and yet was deeply unfulfilled in that and felt very empty in that. And there was no amount of drugs I could take on the weekends because that's what I was doing to, and there was no amount of money I could earn and there was no job title I could get or there was no engagement, marriage or child I could have that was going to fill that hole really. And I knew it not maybe consciously but subconsciously for sure I knew that there was an emptiness there and I had to look deeper than that superficial level to get get some sort of satisfaction from my life and I really you know took a big leap of faith I guess looking back at it now when I decided to leave corporate and and at the time, you know, I was seeing um, an energy healer. I had started seeing, I'd reached out to this woman or she had basically been presented to me as a psychic through my cousin, actually. And I, you know, I was so desperate at the time because I was going, I was such, I was in such a bad place, really. Um, and I was going through a real journey with my, my, my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband. And, um, and I was desperate for some answers. I wanted answers. And I think that's why a lot of people actually go to psychics is because they feel like this person can give them answers to their life that they don't have. And, and what I'm going to loop around to eventually is that we do actually have these answers, but at this time, I didn't have any sort of recourse to my own intuition, to my own sense of self. And, and to be honest, even if I had, I really probably wouldn't have listened to it because it probably wouldn't have felt powerful enough. I think when I was in corporate, I am, um, and I use this word corporate, but I'm, I'm, you all know what I'm trying to say. Like when I was not in the spiritual world, when I was very much sort of straight and kind of separate from myself, actually, I when I go and see a healer or psychic and they it was especially a healer if they were like oh do you feel that I was expecting such a kind of you know a physical experience like a really strong like a, another person touching me in that area that I, I would say no because I, I to me I, I hadn't felt anything fast forward six years and and I now know that you know the way energy moves is so subtle and it's actually only in your tuning into that and your ability to like really listen and and what it does is it it really expands your sensitivity and it asks you to drop into a place that's really soft and really open and I was so far removed from that that my ability to feel on that level was really non almost non-existent and Anyway, I was working with this psychic and she, or psychic slash energy healer. She did a bit of both. She's a really wonderful woman. And um, anyway, she basically said to me, you know, have you ever thought about energy healing? And 
I, the kind of she said to me you'll probably end up doing a similar kind of thing that I do and I was just you know oh my goodness that would be amazing <laughs> I don't I don't know if I could you know all those feelings of unworthiness and could I and oh, what would that look like and oh but you know the money this is always the other thing that comes up for people but I'm gonna lose all my money <laughs> you don't get wealthy energy healers so you know all that kind of stuff came up but what Really, the reason I want to bring this up is because when I went into doing energy healing, when I trained as a Reiki healer and I started doing I started doing it on friends, I do it on anyone that would let me, basically. I what really happened was that my sensitivity really increased, not because of what I was doing, but because of my genuine desire to really affect change. And really to step into a new part, a new part of me. And, and I used to spend hours and hours and hours just sitting with myself, trying to meditate and or doing and working on clients and trying to feel into their bodies. I was obsessed, like I can't tell you. And and it felt the whole time like I was stumbling in the dark and I didn't know what I was doing, and you know, such a waste of time. And you know okay you're not Jesus chill out like what are you doing (laughs) you know and there's so much demoralizing and debilitating self-talk and it's actually quite astonishing to me now thinking about it that I really persisted but I guess you know I also I think you know when you do something such a drastic change in your life it doesn't leave you with many exit routes you know when you fully commit like that you know going back to marketing after two years of being a Reiki healer that's not really a great buy-in for a future and you know boss you know? <laughs> oh you took some time out what did you do oh I tried to do some Reiki on people right so what do you know about the social media landscape right now <laughs> not a lot so anyway I digress point is it really expanded my sensitivity and not only to other people which is why I thought I was doing it at the time I was like I just want to help people but now looking back well, I, I was obviously like, I was just helping myself. I was becoming more and more adept at listening, listening to what I was feeling in my body, what I was not just emotionally, but physically as well. And, and my abilities, if you want to call them that, they did improve, obviously. Like, and it got to a point where you know, I can look at a person and I can feel where their energy blocks are. I don't need to be anywhere near them. I can, you know, when my husband's hiring people now, he asks me, I just look at their photo on LinkedIn. <laughs> That's it. You know, I can tell straight away what that person's like. And, and it's not because I'm magic or I'm superwoman or any of those things. It's because I spent time. I spent time remembering what we are all capable of doing. You know, people call it a gift and they call it all these things. And what they don't see is the hours and hours and hours of work. And work is not the right word, but it's the one that most people resonate with on this level, I suppose. I spent, I committed a lot of time to listening and listening to my heart, listening to my instincts, becoming clearer on when my instincts were talking to me versus my ego. And what I really discovered was that when I was really able to help someone, 
to support them. And just to be really clear, I never healed anyone, not one, not one person have I ever healed. Your body heals you. All I do is help you remember that in your happiest and most natural state, you are whole and healthy. And so when I when I put my hands on someone, when I was used to do Reiki, or now when I just tune into your energy, the, the message, if you like, that I'm giving your energy body, your system is, I've got you, I see you, you're powerful, you can do this. Remember, this is how it feels to be you. Come and join me here. And I just kind of hold this expectation, I suppose, energetically, that kind of sits at your due north, your vibrational due north, and it just invites you to come and join me there. And, and as I hold this like vibrational due north, as I hold this expectation of, of where your energy should naturally sit, if you like, and I keep holding it, wherever you are at in that moment, however far off from due north your body's energetically pointed it will over that hour or hour and a half whatever it is it will eventually come to meet me it will just line up and and when it and it might you know it might line up and then come out and line up and then come out and line up and it can spend an hour doing that (laughs) and that's okay because I'm just going to hold that focus I'm going to hold that vibration and you will entrain to it Entrainment is a, um, what's the word again? Quantum physics, I think, term? Not sure. It's a scientific term anyway. And entrainment is essentially when there's um, a container, if you like, of energy at, at a certain pitch and you introduce a different pitch and that different pitch is stronger and more dominant than the rest of the energy in that container, if you like. And everything else, in that container lines up with that strongest pitch. So whatever the dominant vibration is, every other, all energy will align with it, okay? And so when I'm doing energy healing, whether it's in integration where I'm talking you through a process or doing a soul journey, whatever it is, essentially what I'm really doing is just holding this space. I'm holding this focus for you to come and meet me at. And, and when I hold that focus, what it does is it creates safety. I suppose it's like a, yeah, it's just like a, um, a pointer, like a sign saying this way, you know, this is the way back to you feeling at peace with yourself again. And so as a energy healer, I learned how to do this with my energy. And in the process, I had to find my own due north. Don't get me wrong. I come off my due north all the time, (laughs) but that's why I use the tools that I now teach to help. That's where they've all come from. Everything I coach has come literally has come from my experience. And, and what I've discovered that's helped me is what I share to help others. And, and what I want to, and this, this kind of foundation that I've laid with this energy healing is essentially about reminding you that you have a due north 
you do like no matter what you're where you're at right now in your life how how challenging life might seem right now or has seemed over the last you know covid experience and wherever you might be at right now you might be in your g north and be like yeah okay i know exactly what you're talking about i'm feeling great right now and if so amazing what celebrating with you if you're anywhere off your north if you're not feeling 100 if you're feeling really lost, maybe if you're at the complete opposite end of that scale, that's okay. Like, this is the point, the more, and this is what I have seen and continue to learn. And I've been going through this transition recently where I've come off my due North and I've been finding my way back to it. But every single time I do that, I come back in a new and more fulfilled way because coming off my due North has taught me something new about myself and I mentioned right at the beginning that we're going through these really powerful energetic times there's a big transition that we're going through and if you delve into any sort of spiritual um paradigm at the moment they will they'll be sharing these you know this this information about this shift that humanity is going through and essentially it is going through this kind of five we're going through this five year sort of period if you like it started in 2020 essentially on a really physical 3d if you like experience level it started with covid in fact some people believe it started with the fires that we had here in australia the, the earth has chakras and um, like energy centers and the um and australia is believed to be the solar plexus and so when we kind of went on fire so to speak um it was seen as the beginning of this kind of really powerful shift and just so you understand this shift that we're going through is basically a shift in humanity's energetic psyche so we're going from this really kind of 3d kind of fear-based energy which can be very blinkered and very sort of limited in its understanding of itself into this kind of 5d we're going through this dimensional shift where we are invited as we progress through this shift to become more and more connected with our due north. Now, I want to rename the due north that I have discussed so far with something called your inner being, because that's what this really is. OK, and your inner being is your inner being is a part of you that really that is you, it is your absolute essence. It's a part of you that knows everything about you. It's your most potent, pure, beloved self. It is the essence of who you are. It is the most evolved aspect of you. It is the part of you that is guiding you through this life experience and continually whispering to you the pathway forward in a way that will align with your highest good. That is what your inner being is. You've all felt it at some point. You have felt that, that softness, but that knowing. It's, your inner being is where your intuition comes from. It is that guidance and 
when we listen to the part of us that says, I just know, I just know that this man isn't right for me. I just know that I need to leave this job. I just know that I need to marry this person. I just know that, you know, that knowing, it could be really small things, right? I just know I've got to go and pick up my kid from school right now. Like whatever it is, it's, it's that voice inside of you that is unquestionable that we get in fleeting moments or depending on our relationship with it is quite powerful in us and it's that inner being that is holding that due north for you all the time and on the opposite end of that scale can be what's called your inner child okay so that's the part of you that you know the clues in the title it needs probably the most support it's the part of you that had experiences in your youth or maybe in past lives and didn't have the opportunity to process emotionally what was happening so that the result of that being that there are you know leftover trauma or there's beliefs or ideas about yourself that are limiting that are fear-based that are confused and and misaligned and it's not to say that your inner child is always this way. <clears throat> we can heal our inner child. We can tame our inner child. We can parent our inner child. And that's what, you know, all this energy work, therapy, that's what they're all focused around really is helping you step out of being the inner child and step into more alignment with your inner being so that you're able to parent your inner child. Um, and I personally see like me, this kind of personality, this, <clears throat> this version of myself that I exist every single day in as this aspect of me that sort of oscillates between the inner child and the inner, in the inner being, if you like, the child and the adult. And, and the more familiar I become with my inner being, the more that I allow myself to align with this part of me that just knows this part of me that doesn't need to fight for anything this part of me that just has complete trust in who I am and and this full life experience the more I am able to step into that aspect of myself and embody that aspect of myself and when I say embody I mean the more I can show up as that more and more every day of my life the more that I step into my inner being and feel the energy of that fill myself fill my being fill my body the more I embody my inner being the more I'm able to parent my inner child and in that process the more I'm able to observe my doubts my fears my insecurities and not be them instead of saying I'm scared I would say I am observing fear Instead of saying, I'm angry with you, I could say, I'm observing anger in my system toward you right now. So it allows me to take ownership of my feelings, but not be supplanted by them, not be overcome by them. And this transition that we're going through at the moment over this kind of five year period from 2020 to 2025 is this really phenomenal 
energetic invitation as a global collective to step into that inner being, that soul aspect of who we are. And you might say, Kay, have you lost it? Have you seen the world right now? (laughs) There's so much going down right now. And, And actually, that's exactly, it's kind of proof of what I'm saying, because though we are being invited to step into that part of ourselves, the truth is, a lot of us are not ready to do that. A lot of us are really scared of doing that. A lot of us are so conditioned in our inner child beliefs, in, in our trauma, in our um, limitations, in our unworthiness, in our fear-based realities. Some of us are so locked into that, that this increasing energy that is pulling us toward our inner being and letting go of all these things is terrifying to a lot of humanity right now. And they're reacting to that in lots of different and profound ways. And and so what we're actually witnessing here is this kind of divide that is happening where we're ending up with these quite extreme realities playing out on the same stage. And, and and what's you know what's around us is within us and so a lot of us particularly in this last week so Tuesday of this week was a really big portal uh, energetic transition period for all of us and so over the last two weeks a lot of people and you might identify this with this yourself have been experiencing these two aspects within themselves really playing out. So feeling like, my God, am I going crazy? Like on the one side, I'm like, yeah, man, everything's cool. Don't worry, I've got this, life's okay. And on the other hand, it's like, whoa, I'm really scared or I'm really angry and I don't know if this is right and I don't know what I'm doing. And some some clients have even said that they've considered suicide and they've never done that before and it's just this voice it's all this darkness that just comes up in them that's how they've described it It just comes up and it says this and I don't know why and and this is kind of understandable right in this atmosphere of really powerful um paradox and so you know it's 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 a really amazing time um that we've all chosen to take physical form to be humans right because we have opted we put our hands up we were like oh right the planet's going to go through this massive shift cool i'm in (laughs) like what were we thinking (laughs) just quietly no i'm kidding um it says a lot about who we are actually as souls it says a lot about who we are and and when i say about who we are i'm talking about the inner beings us as soul beings We are super powerful to have taken that on. I mean, we could have been born in about five years time and this would all blown over. (laughs) But oh no, we all put our hands up to just go through the mixer. And only the most powerful souls would have opted in for that. So, you know, I really honor us all, every single one of us for, you know, being willing to take that journey. And, you know, COVID has been a really, wow, punchy experience, right? I don't need to go into that. We all know it. And so, you know, that was a really 
I'm not, and I'm talking about it like it's in the past tense. Who knows? <laughs> okay, but at the moment, um, that was a really physical manifestation of this shift too, right? Creating polarity essentially. Like that's that's what is happening here. This polarity of two different belief systems, and you know, I don't know if any of you observe this, but at the beginning, everyone was so clear on I'm getting the vaccine or I'm not getting the vaccine. And anyone who took the opposite side of the fence are my mortal enemy for these justifiable reasons, right? And it's really been interesting to observe that as we moved through this experience as a collective, we all became more compassionate or mostly became more compassionate to other people's perspectives, whether we agreed with them or not, didn't matter as much we were able to just sit with each other's differences and and equally you know a lot of souls decided to leave this planet they decided that actually you know what i don't want to go through this shift i'm out i'm tapping out and and so a lot of energy has left the planet in that regard and you know I don't want to diminish the loss of anyone in that at all. I lost people and I had a friend commit suicide actually and heartbreaking, really heartbreaking. And, you know, it's one thing to talk about being a spiritual being, having a human experience, but boy, does it really come home to roost when, you know, you, you witness people leaving the planet like that. And I think that, it's been such a powerful journey for every single one of us and will continue to be. So I want to share um, some, a few things around like how to navigate this. So essentially, as I've mentioned, this inner being and your in a child like and and then you okay this version of you this personality that you have created in response to this life experience you've had to date right it's done you pretty well yeah it's it's been the only thing you thought you had and now i want to introduce you to these two other aspects of yourself because i want you to become aware that you're part of a, a team of three you're a trinity you're your own holy trinity. You, you, you are your own sacred three. And I, I want to invite you into this awareness because I think it's really helpful right now to have this kind of elevated perspective because it can help you through whatever experiences are coming because there's still more to come we got till 2025 guys so but just having the awareness of knowing that you have this inner being this kind of I call it the wise old like the wise old man or the wise old woman like the elder right this elder aspect of you like the the grandparent or parent that you always wanted is you okay the person you've been waiting for it's you okay shock horror maybe I don't know so what I'm saying to you is just having an awareness of this aspect of you means that you can look yourself in the mirror maybe and you can say, I'm listening, show me the way. And if looking in the mirror is a bit much, then just closing your eyes in the morning 
like the first thing when you wake up, instead of looking at your phone, just take one beat to just say to yourself, hello, inner being, I'm listening. And when you're freaking out about something, being aware that your inner child, that that voice probably is representing an inner child aspect of you that is in fear for whatever reason is in fear, even if it's showing up as anger, right? Anger is always the cover for vulnerability, always the cover, because it's far more socially acceptable to be angry than it is to be sad, right? Don't cry, but lose your temper. That's cool. God forbid you should cry, <laughs> but feel free to, you know, lose your rag. That's okay. So just be really aware that whatever's your jam, whether it's anger, sadness, confusion, fear, whatever the thing is, just being really aware that it's not you. <laughs> this is kind of what I'm hoping you're taking away from this is that you have options about how you want to show up, how you want to be, how you want to feel. And you don't have to be victim to these powerful emotions. And, and I'm not trying to diminish them in any way. I know how powerful they are. I experience them myself. But the more you can just hold yourself steady in the storm, perhaps, of whatever that inner child is going through, and it can be vicious sometimes, but the more you can just be aware that this is my inner child, you can talk to your inner child. And I highly recommend that you talk out loud. I know all the people around you are going to think you're crazy. <gasps> Shock horror. But you know what? That's okay, too, because... You never know, it might help them see you showing up so vulnerably, so honestly. But if you can speak out loud and just say, I see you fear, I see you anger, I see you frustration, I, and I accept you. The last thing we want to do is turn a child away, right? No child ever responded well <laughs> to being rejected. And so why would we reject? that part of ourselves and so observing this part of yourself these parts perhaps of yourself you know maybe being out socially and witnessing yourself saying or doing things that you wish you didn't and just and just taking that minute again to just say to yourself oh wow I'm seeing these parts of myself that I've disagreed of I'm seeing this judgment in me this inner child judgment of myself because maybe it wasn't safe for me to be these things when I was younger and I accept it. I accept that I've judged myself. I accept that I'm angry with that person. I accept that I'm envious of that person. I accept all these aspects. I accept you. I accept myself. And as you do that, you automatically start to step into your inner being, this powerful, wise aspect of you. That's what happens automatically, right? Because you're creating this awareness within your being and your natural inclination your natural inclination is to line up with your inner being the part of you that is compassionate the more you can observe the thoughts and feelings which feel unpleasant to you and not drop into them the more you can keep yourself at a place of observation and and acceptance of those parts of you, the more you become the very thing that you seek, which is peace, inner knowing, empowerment, 
all those things are there for you. You know, every single literary, sorry, literary, spiritual-based literature information is always saying everything you need is inside of you. Well, they're not wrong. And I know it's really annoying because it's annoyed me as well. reading that over and over again you're like well where exactly in my armpit <laughs> it's like, where do I need to look and, and and what I'm sharing with you is what I've experienced and that is that the more I parented my inner child the more I defaulted into this wise woman aspect of who I am and so that is that's what I felt called cool to share with you today <laughs> And I hope that that's been helpful for you. The future is unknown. It's always unknown. It always has been and it always will be. And you know what? You've navigated everything. You've done it all. And, you know, you might look back on some decisions you've made and said, oh, man, I wish I'd made that decision instead. But the reality is you made the best decision you could with the tools and resources you had at the time. So firstly, you've never put a foot wrong. And secondly, whatever decision you make, is always going to take you to a situation or experience that is going to create the next deeper understanding of yourself. So this whole concept of right and wrong is so profoundly flawed, it's unbelievable. Because as an infinite being, as an entity that is beyond time and space, that is far more powerful than any money that it earns, any job title that it has, any success that it's encountered, you as a, a soul is, is bigger than we can even imagine, more powerful than we can even imagine. And no life experience is ever the wrong experience. All it ever does is give us a new understanding, a new perspective through which to see who we can be. And more importantly, who we want to become. Because that's actually what we're all doing, really, is just becoming clearer and clearer on what we want versus what we don't want. So we need the wrong decisions, if we must label them that, to learn more, that, to learn more clearly rather, that we don't want to do that again. You know, we've got to date the people that felt bad in the end, because we learn through that experience that we want to ask for more, that we're worthy of more. You know, every single experience that has been painful has taught us we don't want pain. And so it's really helpful to have that lens if you like because it helps us understand that we are truly truly never getting it wrong so on that note I will leave you (laughs) and if you are going through a really tough time and if you would love some support I highly recommend that you reach out to an energy healer because they'll have the tools and whoever it is that you feel called to work with and it doesn't need to be me by the way like whoever it is like local to you or not and don't for one minute think that you need to be face to face with an energy healer to receive healing I've had the most powerful beyond word experiences with people in Mexico in England all over the world because when you're working with your energy time and space are totally irrelevant so 
feel free to just jump online and look and see whoever comes into your field, whoever feels good to you, they they have something to offer you. Everyone that feels cool to work with me. You know, I have so many people say, I don't know which service I should go with, Kay. It doesn't matter. Pick anything you like, because at the end of the day, it's you and me, buddy, and we're just going to do whatever works for you. And I'm going to love the heck out of you and support you in any way I can with the time I have with you. And, and that is what an energy healer does. We just love. So reach out for help if it feels right for you to do so and give yourself permission to receive. With that, my beauties, I will say au revoir and sending you all lots of love and I will see you very soon in my next podcast. Bye-bye.